0: And the compiler is hugging me and basically holding my hand yeah. as I learn the language. I feel like Rust, the Rust compiler, hugs you while you're learning, and like the C compiler actively like punches you in the face. <laughs> like, I
1: hope you're still recording because that was. Uh...
0: Welcome to ADSP, the podcast, episode 101, recorded on October 27th, 2022. My name is Connor, and today with my co-host, Bryce, we live code some Rust. We might do a little live coding. We will. We, we said we'd never do this again, yeah. but um, I might need to join from my other laptop. But first, first things, well, actually, let, let me first join. This is going to be exciting, folks. We're going to start off with a, a Twitter poll. We haven't done a Twitter poll I feel like in months.
1: Uh, this is this somehow it's not going to end well for me.
0: Um, no, no. It, it actually has nothing, uh, nothing to do with us personally. But first okay. things first, let me go to, I got to go to, oh, while I'm doing this, let me explain to you. I'll just, this is completely random. Chocolate. Our listeners don't care about this, but there's a website called City Strides. And it's basically keeps track of every road you've run on if you sync it with your Strava or Garmin. And I've recently become, and then it it like ranks you out of all the people on the website of how many roads you've run globally. And I have recently become addicted to this. Anyways, uh, it's pretty neat. So for those of you that are running or walking and want to see all the streets you've ever walked on, go check out citystrides.com. All right, let me share my screen. First, we're going to set a Twitter poll. And I guess actually we need to do this on Firefox because that's where... Desktop one, share. Thanks for hanging in there, dear listener. All right, let's open up Firefox now, and we are going to construct a tweet. And the tweet is, I'll type it live actually, so Bryce will we'll keep Bryce on the edge of his seat. Ooh, and we got some notifications first. Um, should we read the notifications? No, we,
1: this, we, we are we are such a distractible podcast.
0: Yeah, we I mean chaos with no, sprinkles no, no, of no. information. <laughs>
1: Stick stick with the st- stick with the.
0: All right, we'll stick with the tweet. Here we go. Oh look, we literally just got a notification. People, oh no, it's five hours ago. <laughs> Here's the tweet.
1: You're 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 like my dog with a ball. It's like she could be doing, she could be eating, she could be sleeping. It's like she could be doing anything. It's like then it's like ball, ball, ball.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, it's like that dog from Up. Anyways, the Twitter poll. Here we go. Uh, poll. Ask a question. How do we ask this? What? Actually, it's really, it's a poll. Is it should maybe it's a poll from my, so option one is ADSP temporarily becomes a, there's only 25 characters.
1: What are you, what are you trying to pull?
0: So um, there's like four other podcasts I want to start. And one of them is a Rust podcast, but. We could I could start a Rust podcast, or ADSP could just could become a briefly I mean, I be, to, briefly become I want to a Rust. Rust. Yeah. Alright, so that's but that's what the poll is about. But apparently each choice, each option is only allowed twenty five characters. So what,
1: what, Why 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 are we taking a poll? This is not a democracy.
0: Man, the listener what the,
1: gets what the listener wants. Because, or what the listener doesn't get what the listener wants, the listener gets what whatever we want.
0: I can't believe there's only there's only twenty-five characters. Hang on,
1: I'm I'm getting I'm getting chocolate, not crunchy chocolate, so it won't mess with the. Uh...
0: <laughs> becomes a.
1: Uh... It is in a paper bag, which is not great for the audio. Ooh, I also have caramels. Those are probably a better idea.
0: I need help. I'm I'm two character I need two more characters for the S and the T. What's a shorter word for becomes? ADS, this is ADSP
1: you're, you're doing this wrong you put the options in the body and then you have like
0: oh yeah yeah that's a good point what should
1: don't you know how to tweet bro
0: what what do um, listeners prefer a ADSP becomes we'll say temporarily temporarily. Temp. I can't spell temp. o oh, rarely becomes a at Rustlang podcast, or B at Code Report starts a new Rustlang only podcast. Uh, and then we put A and B, and we'll put this for a week. Does that look good? Not even paying attention. It's just so focused on his chocolate.
1: It's not chocolate. It's caramel. It's very good. Um, I don't think there's a point in doing this because I think we should just do A. I
0: mean, <laughs> we can just do A. I still want to send the poll, though.
1: Why do you want to send the poll?
0: Uh, I mean, because I've already— Because
1: ha- either—, either what, what are the possible outcomes here? Either you get back a supportive answer, and we're going to do it anyways, so it doesn't influence the decision. All right, or you get back an answer that, oh, this thing that we're going to do anyways is going to offend our our listeners.
0: I mean, I might still. This is is a. If people want a whole new podcast, we could still we could do both options. That's what I'll put. I'll put C both.
1: Let's go to the live coding live coding section i'm
0: sending the poll out i'm sending the poll out um a b c seven days anything you want to modify before i click tweet
1: as a as a chair with experienced polling groups of people i think this is a poll that you don't need to take
0: <laughs> but you don't want to change it at all you just don't think it should be sent yeah all right i'm cooking tweet you ready sure it's sent all right, now I'm going to take my hoodie off to become more comfortable for this live coding thing. One sec. All right, let's talk about, should we ask a question first? Let's ask a question. Um, how do we form this question? How many functions do you think you need to call to idiomatically, and when I say idiomatically, I mean idiomatically from the point of view from a person that doesn't know Rust and just started trying to pick up Rust like a few days ago, <laughs> uh, access the first element of a vector. In Rust, so the what is the equivalent um, of vec dot front, or like you know, if v is your vector, and you go dot one, front. pardon,
1: one. I know that this like this has to be a trick, because but one,
0: it is not one.
1: Um, I mean, just the way you set that up. I mean, <laughs> of course, I know it's wrong. But that makes me sad and troubled
0: let's actually um, we'll, we'll do three the, uh, I think it is I think it is three um, so let's go to Yeah, I knew
1: it I knew it couldn't be two either because yeah if it was just one or two it wouldn't be amusing enough
0: so we're in Godbolt now and uh, let V equals VEC exclamation mark one, two, what three. What does the
1: exclamation mark mean? I know nothing about Rust. So this podcast is going to quickly become Connor teaches Bryce Rust.
0: Yeah, let's, let's, uh, well, let's, um, clear, let's put a disclaimer up front. Connor does not know Rust. <laughs> Everything that I say here... You know more than me. ...could be potentially false. But my understanding is that the exclamation point means it's a macro. So both...
1: Why is VEC a macro?
0: That's just the syntax they use to indicate to the reader of the code and probably the compiler as well that you are in macro land right now. So VEC...
1: No, no, no. But like what... I I understand that. Why is... Why does VEC have to be a macro? Oh, because
0: they don't have like a shortcut initialize, initializer or list syntax okay. for creating a, a list. So this is like the shortest gotcha. way you can construct a, a list of numbers. Uh, it
1: makes sense. It makes sense. I think
0: you. technically there is a literal array um, equivalent to the std array. But this is like, you know, for, for dealing with a, uh, a vector equivalent to the std vector in C++, this is what you would use. So you can see here at the bottom, we got one two three. So my understanding is that uh, if we want to get the first element, we have to go v either into or into iter. And then we have to go next. And then we have to go unwrap. And then if we put...
1: I have a dumb question.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is there no, like... You can't just do, like, v open square brackets, zero closed square brackets? No. Like, you wouldn't see plus plus? So there's, there's no, like, random access operator well, the operation on a vector?
0: The problem... I'm sure that you can define one of those... But the problem is that safety is everything in Rust.
1: Yeah, I was, I, I, had a feeling that this was the reason why.
0: And so, like, next, I believe, returns, basically, it's the equivalent of your, like, plus plus um, operator um, in C++. But it returns an option of the next element because you might have an empty list. So that's similar to, like, if you're familiar with functional languages where they have head and tail, where head is equivalent okay. to the first element... They also have like safe head, which returns you a maybe of the underlying type of your vector or list. And so because next is returning an option, you need to unwrap it. And I'm sure there's a better way to do it than unwrap. But anyway, so the point is, is that in order to get the first element of a vector, you have to go v or whatever the name of your vector is dot into iter paren paren dot next paren paren dot unwrap paren paren is it, is it possible
1: that we're that we're holding this wrong?
0: Holding that this? like
1: that yes is it possible that we're holding this wrong and that this is that in the the Rust philosophy that it, doing this of like getting the first element of a vector like this is like not the idiomatic thing.
0: I mean, let's go to st- let's go to Stack Overflow. How to get the first element from vector in Rust, which is just what I did, you know, a few days ago. I don't know what this is. Return first item of a vector. This is defining your own function.
1: Yeah, but what I'm getting at is like, is there, like, is the reason that this is unwieldy because this is not the way that you should write Rust code?
0: Maybe. I mean, but like, literally, the second top answer on this is using into iter. And then dot nth, and I believe dot nth. What does is...
1: Is into iter do? It turns uh, it into an iterator. It
0: basically turns it into something that implements the iter traits, which is sort of equivalent to ranges. So you can call a bunch of algorithms on it, you know, sort, reverse, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyways, this is just this is just my first like entry into Rust because like I feel like
1: so so okay, I I have some some more questions. Like, couldn't that? <sighs> Couldn't you have an in an a, a um, element access operator like you do in C, but one that just returns you an uh, a maybe? Yes. I believe. Okay, so, so why there might there must like I'm sure we're not the first people to um, come across this. There must be a principled reason well, why Rust doesn't do this.
0: First, uh, Can
1: we can we can we get isn't isn't Mara like the, the Rust standard library person? Mm-hmm. Can we can we get her on the podcast I don't know who, I know an I know
0: Jane uh, Jane is super involved and we know her we can get Jane on also too we should definitely have on um JT uh Jason's cousin because he works both on rust and on yacht or yacht or jacked or whatever the language that's in serenity OS. so we can ask about two languages at once um does rust have bracket? yeah
1: yeah Ma- Mara is the the rust slang library team lead so we should have her on
0: does Rust have bracket? Um, so it actually does. Looks like it might not. It might not actually have that.
1: Uh, okay. It doesn't have to be brackets. It could be a function called like you know at, which is a name of a much yes much less useful function in on vector in C An at could return you a Rust maybe. It could take like an index and return you a Rust maybe. Like why doesn't why doesn't Rust have this?
0: Let's go I, to the I API. Suspect it's... I mean, you also have to understand is that
1: Ooh, hang on, hang on. What, what, I see a vec 0 there. Where? Like zero? This... I see a vec open brackets 0 close brackets.
0: Okay, let's go try that.
1: <laughs> We're not going to have content for an episode.
0: Oh, what the f? <laughs> what the actual f? All right, folks. Did
1: you not try this? Uh. Well, we're not. We're not. We're not airing this. We're gonna need something else.
0: No, we're deaf. What do you mean? We're definitely. Why would we? Why would we not air this? <laughs> why would we not air this? Um. Uh. So let's. Let me just stash. Let me stash my current changes. Um. And you
1: really want the world to know that you, uh,
0: (laughs) man, why do I shouldn't have to, man, that this is bad. Shame on you, Bryce. Shame on, uh, you, like basically (laughs) trying to make a beginner developer that's learning about a technology, not feel like feel bad about themselves. This is why people don't want to get up on stage at conferences and give talks and stuff because like you're trying to make, Oh, you want, you want people to know that you didn't know. Of course I didn't know. I'm learning the language and stack overflow didn't tell me that this was possible. But let's, let's go and check if this actually...
1: I, I appreciate your efforts to save this episode.
0: Man, <laughs> it's not nice, buddy, not nice. So let's go check if this actually works. So yeah, don't save, go back here. All right, so now we're in live code and I'm just changing where I had an into iter next unwrap, changing this to angle bracket zero. And now let us try and build and see what happens. Move occurs because the value of type T, which does not implement the copy trait, helps. Uh, consider borrowing here. All right, we will do that. Also, how wonderful. I mean, Bryce has left his computer, so we're not really live coding anymore. Um, no,
1: no, I'm, I'm watching. I'm just like, I'm, I'm on the ground. I'm looking up.
0: Um,
1: Look, the, do- the dog needs attention. I can do two things at once.
0: And this is what is amazing about Russ. This is compiler just.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty good diagnostic. I mean, especially. It
0: just to told it. me basically exactly what to do. And, um, you are incredibly correct. Look at this. So we're now, we're going to do a little nice little beautiful refactor okay, here. But
1: I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to take a step back and, um, I want to understand. What, did 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 you not try this?
0: I didn't know that this was possible.
1: But but why didn't you try it? Because like that's what you're used to doing, right?
0: uh I feel like it didn't work.
1: Okay, because I feel like you must have tried it.
0: It works here as well. And
1: it is funny, like how often this happens, where like you um. You think you've discovered some problem or something and um and then you go to show it to somebody else and then as you're showing it to somebody else it's like the the it, it becomes immediately clear that oh no it wasn't a problem you just there was just confusion or misunderstanding or something and i think merely the act of uh of explaining something to other people
0: well i mean uh, this is this is the power of pair programming yeah so look at this. Now we've got a diff replacing every single into iter next unwrapped with just angle bracket zero. Although note and that's the thing. So in Rust, if my understanding uh,
1: is I, I, I think I know. I think I now know what happened. What? You probably were looking for like a dot front or something. Um and I think that's because of like this is again a good example of the difference in type of programmer that we are. Um my my gut reaction was to reach for angle bracket zero, um, if I want like the first element of of a thing. Because to me, from more of the systems programmer background, system programming backgr- background, it's just like the first element in a in a you know a contiguous array of memory, um, or you know really it's more the the pointer syntax of which I I am uh, used to working with uh as somebody who writes a lot of low level code. Whereas you, I think the first thing that you would reach for would be something like dot front, and you would probably think that something like open bracket uh, zero close bracket is in some way inelegant. And so maybe you didn't try that. Maybe you tried dot yeah. front and you never tried this. That is probably some guess.
0: good, what do you call it, reverse historianing in that probably that is what I did is I looked for front. Didn't find yeah, front, didn't. found next, but next didn't work. And in order to use next, you had to call into iter, but that, only gave, that gave you an optional. And so in order to get the value out of the optional, you had to go unwrap. And then I said, wow, this is pretty awful. I never thought to check just bracket, bracket, zero. Uh, yeah. Or bracket, zero, bracket.
1: But how do you get back? Can you do bracket, like, minus one, close bracket? Does that? Work with Rust vectors. Let's find out. Because like, like 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 what I'm what I'm getting at is that if you have the the element access operator that takes an, an index, it's trivial to get front because it's always zero. But what about back?
0: Well, first let's uh, commit this. And
1: also, what is um what is the Rust vector element access uh, return? Like what happens if it's out of bounds? I would like. To I don't think on.
0: that's that's possible. Like the well, Boro, the borrow checker. So yeah, let's first uh let's first commit this. Use vec because I'll even put your name because B be Lelback B Lelback is a good friend. We push that. Boom. All right, now back to Gawbolt. And we haven't even gotten to the main. So this is this is great cuz we're we're closing in on a second episode here. And then we're going to be able to dedicate a whole maybe not a whole uh but a third episode to um, the scan algorithm, which is really what I wanted to get to. So Bryce asks, "What happens if you go out of bounds?" Let's see. We go to v bracket three, and I'm guessing this is not going to compile. Thread main panicked at index out of bounds.
1: Ah, it, it, it compiled and uh, and ran and led to a runtime error. But I thought Rust was supposed to protect us. <laughs> from these things. <laughs> okay, now now try negative one. I want to see what happens. Whether that gives you back.
0: Negative integers cannot be used. This did not compile. Um, okay, so
1: then why 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 doesn't why doesn't uh, why isn't there a back? Why isn't there a back? Well, we didn't actually
0: things? finish looking at the the API. Um, so there's a dot len this which we can of, use.
1: This is a lot of things. Why does it need so many things?
0: V dot len minus one. So v bracket v dot len paren paren minus one bracket, which is what you would do in yeah many languages. Pretty ugly.
1: I feel like they should make negative one.
0: Yeah, it's potential. It's a possibility in the future. All right, that that'll, that'll wrap up. And so, All right, go ahead. Let's, you got a question before? Okay. We so, move.
1: The, so the answer the answer is that if you go out of bounds, it panics. Um, and there's no back. Okay. Well.
0: And also, if you especially. are a Rust informed individual. I will leave a link in the show notes of this episode to the commit that I pushed to this little toy repository. (laughs) If you want to go look at this change and potentially my code that I had before, is it more idiomatic, which is why it was on Stack Overflow. um, And the bracket zero bracket to get the first one is considered bad because it panics at runtime. But um... anyways, this has been Educational. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and have a great day.